podcast. Rob Sanders. Clemson is going to kick the shit out of the South Carolina Gamecocks probably for the next 10 years every time they run across each other. Kale Carolina Jackpot Hall. The South Carolina Gamecocks are weaker than a plate full of piss. The Rob and Kale Podcasts. My podcast partner is the best Gamecock YouTuber on the planet. He is Mr. Carolina Jackpot, Kale Hall. Kale, what's up, buddy? What's going on? Now I want to turn your mic up a little bit. I can't hardly hear you. Oh, well, there you go. That should be better. All right, anyway. Um, anyway, thanks for joining the program this evening. As uh, Jackpot says, my mic was a little bit low. Hopefully that's a little yeah, bit better. Rob does that on purpose uh, every show. His mic is turned down low. I think he's trying to uh, get away with, uh, I don't know, the sexy voice or something over there. But, hey, yeah. you know, when we're trying to do a quality product, we can't have, you know, you're, you know you, you're, you're not just going to be able to feed your libido. I'm sorry. So, so you think I'm feeding my libido by turning my microphone down. That makes no sense. But, okay. <laughs> We're, it makes all the sense in the you, world. We're gonna start calling you, uh, you know, the Tennessee jackpot because you're just as delusional as a Tennessee fan. Anyway, um, welcome to the program. Appreciate you guys checking us out this evening. Uh, we'll thank our sponsors first. We're gonna talk about coaches that are gonna be on the hot seat, and we've got several there. But uh, first of all, let me address something over in the chat. Fireball says, uh, "Kill if someone." Gave you free tickets. Would you drive to the Tennessee versus UGA game? No. Yes, um, I would. Um, I'm not sure who the Gamecocks play that day, but uh, I'm sure we could arrange that. Hold on. What what day is that game? I'm checking it right now. Hold on. Well, no, it's the next to last game of the season. Uh, so we play Kentucky that day. Yeah, well, that's not that's not a game that the Kentucky game, and that's at home, right? For South Carolina, and that's yeah, not a game. I think that you're going to just win, right? You don't think you're just going to blow Kentucky by? You need to be. That needs the full jackpot experience. You need to be at the house with, you know, slinging Miller Lite cans and Ziggy hanging out underneath the television set. Yeah, that'd be kind of hard to pass up. What I mean, so, watching you know a, a, a what a ten and zero or eleven and ten and zero Georgia team take on a six and four Tennessee and Knoxville is going to be you know, something I'll be telling my grandkids about one day. Might as well send them to anyway. All right, so <laughs> why do they always want you to go to their schools' games? Your school I don't play. know, but uh, yo, send them my way. We'll, we'll talk about it. Hit me up in the DMs on uh, Twitter at Hall underscore Kale uh, Fireball or um, and, and and that game that game is in Tennessee, right? It is. Yeah. All right. So what you should do is you should take those tickets, and then you should <laughs> sell those tickets because those ignorant Tennessee rednecks want to buy that shit. They could be fucking two and eight. And damn, Chris from Georgia is going to be up in there. Oh, my God, I have to be there. This is our only shot. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, you could sell all you could sell them for probably a thousand dollars for the pair of them and then have your beer budget for the next two weeks. 
for during the season. Why not? That's what you should do. Um, yeah, I think the um, whole point is for me to attend, not give it away, but uh, I don't know. You're, we you're see gonna, how your mind works. No, you're going to attend. You're going to attend. You're right always now. about a profit. I can see how you are. I, I'm just trying to save you from going down there when, where they share Bud Light in the stands. We we've we have video proof of that, where they literally were sharing, sharing Bud Light in the stands. What what a mm. gong that place is. People don't know that that Bud Light was actually a nickname for an old whore that uh, that somebody picked up under the the ramp uh, entrance to the east side of the stadium. <laughs> All right, so let's let's uh, thank our sponsors, Callaway's Bar and Grill in West Columbia, Highway 1 Diagonal from the Walmart. We also have um, – see, this is – and I got to read Dr. Vall's comment because this this is what – I see that from here even with my poor eyesight. Yeah, he says, uh, come, up, come on up here, Rob. Me and my hillbilly buds will make you squeal, S-Q-U-E-E-L, like a pig. I know y'all are damn rapist, inbred, hillbilly motherfuckers up there. I would, I would, I would rather eat battery acid than go to a game there. Why would anybody want to go to a game there? And would die? one? Would you eat battery acid or would you drink? It? Yeah, I, no, I would eat it because I would have it frozen and then I would eat it like ice cream. That's what I would do. What the fuck is that? Are you Doctor Kale now? What the hell's with yeah, the these are these are my readers. <laughs> Hey, honey, Kale's blind. He's wearing readers. You laughing at me? Yeah. Why did I go on Twitter? Well, when I'm looking at something in, you know, a magazine, a magazine, a, a pamphlet, a handout, the Bible, whatever I happen to be with, I want when I'm reading it, I want to be able to see what's printed on those pages. So, okay, terrific. I've had them for a couple of years now. But the like. Those look like something that they would like assign you. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Jackpot wants to be like Muschamp. Yeah. Brock says, come down here and learn how to spell like a human. Very good, Brock. Well, not how he did it. Yeah, he came on the end of his nose, and it was... Remember, you had him on the end of his nose, and he came in after one practice, and he had like a the T-shirt on that says "Match me." Match you for what, dickhead? Even <laughs> your Mister Potato Head haircut. Yeah, oh, I seem God. to remember that. Jeez. What an asshole. Um. Anyway, thank Callaway's for sponsoring the show. Also, we have a uh, Dennis Wilson DNC Trucking and Transport Fireside Chats with Uncle Jackpot. Jackpot, read away. Okay, let's see what we got here today. Um, but bum 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 bum. Uh, sucks to be a gamecock. Uh, our football, our best football highlight is a Heisman winner that snorted more cocaine than Hunter Biden. We are a gong show. It sucks to be a gamecock. Go Tigers. That message courtesy of Dennis Wilson, DNC. Dennis Wilson actually write that or no? <laughs> Does that, that reeks of, that reeks of Rob Sanders. I'm sorry. That's just that, that corny. <laughs> Look, there's a reason why if you go down there to the ghetto, they took all of the white lines from around the stadium and they're yellow. They're 
they're white. If they were white, George Rogers would still be sniffing them. They paid them all yellow for George. So are you saying in 1979 those lines were white? Yeah, they were white. And then, then all of a sudden, when he came back home, they had yeah, to make see them if yellow. I can find a Google Earth image from 1979 and check that out. They have a Google Earth. Oh, okay. Well, good for them. No, they, no, I, they didn't. <laughs> I mean, you're making up. I, I was going to ask newspaper photos. Did they have Google Earth in 1979? I don't know. I have to go. Did they have Google Earth in 1979? No. No. You're wrong. Didn't. Sorry. All right. Anyway, um, I want to talk about coaches on the hot seat tonight, Jackpot. You know, when you really stop and look at it, we'll start with the SEC. The I think the only coach, in my opinion, that's on the hot seat has to be Jimbo Fisher at, at Florida. I mean, not at Florida State at A and M. Yeah, uh, that that's the only one that you know that that sticks out. Um, now, unfortunately, I think if he has a bad year, I mean, a, a really bad year, like I'm talking about, a four and eight type season or something, Sunbelt Billy will be on the hot seat for 2024. And if he doesn't improve, he'll be gone. Um, they're, those, they're not going to wait around long on him. Uh, he'll get the Brian Harson treatment. Uh, but Jimbo Fisher, yes, for 2023. I'd say he's got to be. And, and those folks will come at you with, well, the world of God, you know, the, buy, the buyout's $87 million. You know, so he's not going anywhere. So if if they screw the pooch again in 2023, they'll come up with the money to get rid of him. They just will. Uh, well, I mean, I don't think that the buyout matters, to be honest. When it comes, I mean, they're I don't know, they've got like big pockets down there at A and M. So uh, kind I'm of the point on. I was making just now, Rob. Thank, thank right. You. I'm just saying that I agree with you. I also agree with you on, on Billy Napier. If they uh, if they have the season that. Uh, is not good. I mean, because right now they're the fourth best program in Florida. I mean, you could you could make an argument for that. Um, as far yeah, as I, thought, I went back and watched that um, the YouTube video uh, that the 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 the, uh, the the lady Florida Gator YouTuber did. Yeah. Uh, oh my goodness. Um, where she rips into Gus Malzahn for you know saying they deserve a seat at the, the big boy table or whatever. Look, uh, just because you uh, have um, you know a fantastic set of yayas, nice eyes, you're blonde, good looking, all this good stuff, doesn't mean that you know really squat uh, about football. And here's the thing that makes them dumber: they beat them the last time they played them. And um, they also have a better record. I went and looked at the records of the two uh, over the past, like, 10 years. UCF is heads and shoulders better than Florida. And it doesn't matter the level of competition. They beat up their level of com- on their level of competition. You know, they're, um, they're setting standard. You know, they're, they're a better program right now. Where would you rather go if you were a, a rising senior in the class of 2024? I'm going to tell you where I'd rather go. Rather go to Orlando. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you on that. They ride uh, on the Gus bus. 
Dr. Voss says Georgia's OC will be fired after this year. Well, they shouldn't have hired him to begin with. I, I don't I don't understand why they hired this idiot to begin with, but we'll see how that works out. I, I don't I don't get the whole Mike Bobo thing, but it was um, like, far- well, I, you know, we were talking. Well, we weren't talking about it. I was listening to uh, Uncle Lou's Colin show last night. It's like, you know, Kirby Smart didn't even interview anybody, and he just kind of slid him into that position, which Lou uh, was talking about. Uh, you know, you know. Now, if it doesn't work out, and I'm going to be pissed that he didn't go and and try to find an offensive coordinator. But I guess if you'll remember, he kind of had to find somebody. Because um, uh, uh, it? Uh, Todd Munkin was hired by the Ravens like after the NFL season was already over. So it was up into January, and you know, he had to get someone in place. So it's kind of like the same situation with Shane Beamer that Mike Bobo left him in a couple of years prior, which is kind of strange. But I think the thing with Tim, though, is that it wasn't like what Shane Beamer had to deal with. I mean, this is Georgia, your your national champion. You should yeah, be able to buy someone away um, that has some worth. That that's not someone who's been a failure at his last three stops. And I, I it's it's sad because I think that Smart gave him a job because of their relationship. When in all actuality, if you just look at his track record where he was a fucko at Auburn, a fucko at South Carolina, and a fucko at Colorado State. Guy's been a fucko for like five straight years, and you still bring him in? Yeah. It makes zero sense. Um, Josh over in the comment section says, because Kirby Smart knows what he's doing, LOL. Really? Well, as far as offensive coordinator hires go, so far the results on the field will show he's one of three. Okay, James Coley was terrible. Hold on, hold on. Josh says, why did he fail? Because he had piss-poor talent. He had one of the best running backs in the fucking conference at Auburn. Please take a seat, sir. He also had had the quarterback that he hand-picked and brought himself from Colorado State. Yeah. He had his own quarterback. He is a a fuck-o. Fuck-o. I don't know if that word's in the dictionary, but... If there, if it is, right, uh, James Coley was not a good offensive coordinator at Georgia, and I, I can't remember what the other guy's name was, but he was terrible too. Um, yeah. so uh, he, he knows what he's doing. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. He hit a home. Todd Munkin was a home run hire. Um, it remains to be seen for the rest of these folks. I just, I don't get the whole, uh, I don't get the whole thing with, uh, you know, uh, even the most, it's just weird because you would think that Georgia fans would be able to see that and be like, Hey, this guy hasn't been really good. You know, this guy hasn't been really good, but you know, what's hey, that what? other offensive coordinator's name? Someone dropped that down in the chat for me. I can't, it's on the tip of my tongue. I can't remember what his damn name was. Which one? At Not James Coley, the other offensive coordinator that Kirby Smart had at Georgia. Ah. Uh. Uh, I, I should know his name. He was at Florida too. Cheney, that's it. Oh yeah. Well, anyway, I I don't understand all that, and I think 
that if he doesn't uh, with the expectations at Georgia, if he comes in and they don't have a good season on the offensive front, yeah, man, he, he may be shown the door quickly. And exactly. <laughs> ah, Josh Pate with that line. Still, uh, still, still. <laughs> that was the, that was the line that he said about Shane Beamer. What do you say? That? Here you go. Play for you again. Remember that home run hire? You didn't hear that? He no. said it's going to be either a home run hire or it's going to be a disaster. It's one or the other. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there's that. Um, Josh says, what did you say about Will Muschamp? Two-time national champ. Oh, okay. Well, I could tell you a list of coaches that are. Um, He's that won were- more than, than two national championships. He's been a part of like four national championships, right? Yeah, but when you put head coach next to his name, he automatically loses 70 IQ points and becomes the son of a bitch on the planet. Yeah, once you put head coach beside his name, he he fucks up programs. Yeah, I mean, he screwed up Florida and he screwed up South Carolina. He's a two-time SEC East failure. In fact, there's been there's the conspiracy theory that the Georgia folks put him in as a mole to ruin those two programs. Tell you what, if, he, if y'all think he's so great, if Kirby Smart ever takes like an NFL job or something, um, let's see, let's see how, how many of y'all clamor for him to be your next head coach. Yeah. Crickets. There'll be crickets on that one. I tell you. Kirby Smart gets hit by a bus tomorrow. You're going to line up and say, you know, Will Muschamp should have that job. Yeah. No, no I don't think so. None of you are. <laughs> You're going to be y- – y'all will be yelling for Stetson Bennett or, or somebody else, I mean, before you would even let Will Muschamp walk over there. So, all right. Anyway, link for the show is uh, in the uh, in the thing here. You want to go ahead and check that out. Um, as far as ACC coaches, Jackpot, I'll give you a couple of names here. I think Jeff Halfley at Boston College. Guy's 1-10 in, in his career against top 25 teams. I think he may be shown the door and well, to be fair, who at Boston college has really had a great record against top 25 teams. Uh, yeah. Okay. Brent Pry at Virginia tech. They've been a shithole for a while now. Well, he's in year two of a rebuild. Um, yeah. If he doesn't improve that record this year, if that offense doesn't improve, because last year, and you want to talk about a wet fart, I mean, they were really, really bad if you watch them play. Um, but I'd say if, 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 if there's no improvement this year, I'd say he could definitely be on the hot seat. Um, what about, uh, you know, it seems like Dino Baber's name shows up on the hot seat list. And then as soon as his name shows up on the hot seat list, he'll have a decent season and his name comes off the hot seat list. Um, so he's, he's always one that, that could be there. You know, what, what, what do you think about, uh, your boy, Tony Elliott at Virginia? Uh, he had a, think, a pretty rough maiden voyage last year. I think he's going to get a pass because of the tragedy at the end of the season. So I think that's, what's going to happen. He'll get a pass this year, but as far as heading into next year, I think that that, that could be a name that's out there that's going to go away. I also think that, um, 
Northwestern's been the shits lately. I think Pat Fitzgerald may be looking for a job as yeah, well. I mean, yeah, being a being a star player uh, on the team that went to the Rose Bowl is only gonna, you know, give you a pass for so long. Right. Uh, you know what they need to do is hire Gary Barnett back. That might be a good idea. And well, I mean, he is. He's the one who vowed. When they hired him, he was going to take the purple to Pasadena, and by God, he did it. I was Googling some stuff earlier, and they think Sean Elliott's on the hot seat at Georgia State. I don't think so. How can you be on the hot seat at Georgia State? That's a good question. Um, Eli Drinkowitz at Mizzou, is he on the hot seat, Jackpot? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, you need to start having a winning record. I mean, he's recruited pretty well out there. It's recruited pretty well, um, but it hasn't translated to wins on the field. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's beat the Gamecocks a few times, but, you know, aside from that, um, you know, he's just like a shade above Vandy. So he's, he's going to have to do something this year to uh, impress someone. or <laughs> He'll probably not going to stick around for very much longer. Yeah, you know, he's got that. He's got the 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 funny little shtick, I guess, and his, his little smart ass quips and and comebacks and that. But all that stuff's well and good when you're when you're winning ball games. But when you get your face kicked in every Saturday, uh, it makes you look like a dick. Some of these comments are great. Billy says Derek Mason, the former Vanderbilt head coach, will show up somewhere. All right, can buy into that, and. Then this one, motivated, dedicated, says Tennessee is going to lose the first game to Virginia. Place your bets, win some money. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, no thanks. I don't like giving my money away or throwing it away. I mean, I might as well go buy, go buy a scratch off. You know, I have better odds of, of winning something than I would of making a bet on that. SEC Dog wants to know if I think Venables will be on the hot seat at Oklahoma. He doesn't show improvement in year two. Yes, I do. Those, uh, those, um, those defensive numbers last year were trash. Yeah, they were atrocious. Who's his uh, DC out there? Oh God, I'd have to look it up. I don't remember. So. Yeah, but Venables is is definitely definitely in the mix there as someone who uh, is on the hot seat. Yeah, who else uh, Brockley says Virginia Tech last year made me respect the South Carolina coaching staff more because we won a couple of games with Jason Brown, but Virginia Tech didn't put him in at all and hardly won any games. Yeah, that's true. They stuck with Grant Wells the entire season, the uh, transfer from Marshall who was uh, – a hot dog water. Hot dog water. Hot dog H2O. Hot dog H2O. We should put that on a t-shirt. That would probably sell. Uh, Frothy Tavern says, Jackpot, do you wish South Carolina had gotten Kirby Smart in 2016? I'll let Jack, I mean, of course. Well, no, I wish we'd have gotten him in 2015 because that was when Will Muschamp was hired. But, yeah, I can pick up what you're putting down there. Obviously, so that's that's kind of a silly question. Well, but if you got, if you remember, like Kirby Smart had like from what we were told had a handshake. Well, what do you expect me to say? Oh no, I was I was really pleased with the Muschamp regime. 
was glad. Yeah. I was loved the way it worked out. Worked out well. Worked out well. Yeah, the, the, I mean, the 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 one or two times where I thought Jackpot was actually going to have a stroke on his live stream was during the Must Champions. I mean, it was really bad, really bad. Some of the worst Gamecock football where they had competitive uh, guys out there, but they just weren't fucking competitive. It was it was a shithole. And no Gamecock fan can sit here and tell me. even the year that guys they won, out there, but they weren't competing? Yeah, they did. They weren't putting on a competitive product. They had the uh, the year where they beat Michigan in the in whatever fucking clown bowl that was, and everybody's like, Muschamp's like writing it like it's uh, like the the best thing since the Bible was written, and it's like it's a shit season. You didn't fucking win anything worth a damn. You had a great season on the turnover margin. It wasn't like you were you were doing anything that you could build a program off of. And then he hit people at the line. We won more games in three seasons than any coach. Oh, staff. I heard that so many times. Uh, you know, it made my head want to pop off. Yeah. He was uh, and, and his last game uh, as head coach uh, at Ole Miss, uh, that uh, the one where um, Lane Kiffin threw the clipboard in the air, that that was horrible. And, um, yeah, we had NFL defensive backs on the field there. I knew uh, during that game, I said, he's done um, after this. I said, I can just feel it. He's done. And sure enough, the next day, they canned his ass. Uh, anyway, so any other coaches you got that you think are going to be uh, moving along there, Jackpot? I- I've got a couple more names here, but have you got any that you like? Um. Trying to think, yeah, a lot of people have been replaced uh, the last couple of years. You got a lot of new new guys uh, in new spots. Um, trying to think, um, Big how about, Twelve. How about Neil Brown at West Virginia? Well, they, I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, I can see it. That they're they haven't improved at all. In fact, they've gotten worse. Uh, and they used to put a competitive product on the field. They're pretty decent. Uh, if Matt Campbell, you know, got to start winning some games out there. Also, he was, you know, the hot name in coaching there for a while. And now this team is not uh, not doing too well. They're 4-8 last year, but they lost a lot of games real close. So we'll have to see with that one. But um, – Let's read Roll Todd's comment here. He goes, he was thinking about something today. What is your mind and your opinion about success possibilities for quarterbacks that had accuracy problems from a previous year as opposed to factors such as inexperience? Um, well, I think that you can coach a, a young man into being a more accurate quarterback with just your scheme, um, make it where they don't have to throw harder throws, make it easier for them. I think you can, you can scheme up a, a quarterback and, and make him better with just with a better game plan, in my opinion. And you don't have to have the most experience. And that's why, um, you know, some, 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 uh, some people are called quarterback gurus that do that. They simplify a game plan and make it where it's like, look, you're going to throw the ball into one of three spots. 
We're not really going to ask you to read a defense. You just throw and, and hit these three X's, basically. We'll practice the hell out of those three X's. And as long as you hit those, you're going to be an average, average, average to above average quarterback. And then we can go from there. So, well, also with that quarterback that he was referencing uh, being inaccurate, you know, what kind of there, there are questions, you know, there, there are questions I have, and, and I don't know that we necessarily have the answers. Uh, what kind of offensive line does he have? You know, has he, has he been injured? Is he coming off an injury? Uh, has there been a, a coordinator change? Yeah, is Mike Bowo his offensive coordinator? Exactly. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, B. Bean over there coming up, he's, he's firing some names off, man. Uh, Mike Bloomgren at Rice. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, he's got JT Daniels there this year, so maybe he, they'll improve a little bit. Dana Holgerson at Houston. Uh, yeah, I can see that. Oh. Ryan Silverfield at Memphis. Yeah. Uh, Tom Allen in Indiana. I could definitely see that. Uh, Indiana's blown oats for several years now, and uh, you know, it, it really should be better. It just really should. Uh, and Jeff Halfley at Boston College, he mentions. I think B. Bean's reading out of a magazine right now. Um, Good. I, well, I don't, don't you have, think Indiana should have a better football program than what they do? No, I don't. I don't think they give a shit. They just want to shoot hoops. They want to go out there in those awful fucking pinstripe uniform pants they wear for basketball and be relevant there. They don't give a shit about football up there. Clemson ever played? Is, is Clemson ever played Indiana in football? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you're, you're probably throwing something out there where Clemson played them in 1964. And no, I don't know. Uh, South Carolina has. You have? When was that? Uh, 1988 Liberty Bowl. Oh, okay. Hold on. I'm we lost. 34 to 10. Oh, man. They had, a running, they had a running back named Anthony Thompson that actually spent some time in the NFL. Uh, he ran all over us. That was actually uh, Joe Morrison's last game. Little known fact. No, no previous matchups between Indiana and Clemson. In- yeah. I, I guarantee you could ask. Ten Gamecock fans, uh, maybe two of us would. Uh, well, I don't know, maybe three. Uh, if someone was to think about it, kind of hard to ask them who was Joe Morrison's last game against and who did he lose to? Uh, Indiana. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but no, I I think that I, it's it's weird that you remember that game because I remember like. I remember bad. I just remember what I remember about it. I remember watching it uh, at at my parents' house. Uh, you know, of course, which I did. You know, I was only thirteen years old. Um, I remember it being bitterly cold, and, and uh, at that game, well, I wasn't there. I remember at the game watching this thing on our big box TV. You remember how back in the day, uh, your TV set was actually just like part of your furniture. Yeah, you um, stack stuff on top of it and everything else. Yeah, well, yeah. this is this is back during that time, and I think it was like in the in the teens or maybe the low twenties uh, that game there in uh, in Memphis and um, South Carolina absolutely got uh, their doors blown off. Sad, it's, isn't it? Weird. Like for me, I remember, I remember like bad Clemson bowl losses. I, it's like a, you know, I. 
I guess it's Clemson get dog walked by uh, Texas Tech one time. Yeah, they did. Cliff Kingsbury threw the ball all over the fucking place. Um, Clemson played Colorado in a bowl one time too, I think. I don't know about Colorado, but I remember the Texas Tech game, and it was like, um, if I remember correctly, yeah, let's see here. The last matchup with Texas Tech, uh, yeah, <laughs> Clemson lost 55-15. to 15. God dang. And I was, hold on, I, I, the line on that was, I know that, I think that, like, like, um, I remember correctly, Charlie Whitehurst played in that game. And here you go. Cliff Kingsbury, who he is now lost. oh such a shame. I hate that. Hold on. This this is the, the, the best thing. Like I think they broke his nose. <laughs> it was just terrible. Did, did Clemson play Mississippi State in a bowl? Uh yeah, I believe so. I think it was like a peach bowl. Uh yeah, they won fifty-five to fifteen. Uh what, Kingsbury what Clemson play Mississippi State in a bowl. Hold on, I'm looking it up right now. But uh like here's the thing that I remember about that. I mean, he threw for 375 yards and three touchdowns as they won the Tangerine Bowl. The Tangerine Bowl. Yeah. Five receivers, different receivers caught touchdown passes for the Red Raiders and Wes Welker, soon to be a New England Patriot, had a 59-yard punt return for a score. Okay, quit jerking off over Clemson getting their ass whooped and find out about Mississippi State, sir. Jesus, <laughs> did you climb the fuck down? Uh, they played in the Peach Bowl in 1999. Mississippi State won 17 to seven. Wow, was that the year that Mississippi State played uh, Tennessee? For the uh, in the SEC championship game, or was that? I don't remember. As I don't remember that one. Nineteen ninety nine SEC championship game. Uh, let me look that up. Nineteen ninety nine SEC championship game. That may have been ninety eight. I'm not sure. Alabama won over Florida that game, thirty four to seven. So it wasn't the same thing that year. No. But. Okay. Uh, I, I I remember bad Clemson losses like like Syracuse broke a broke a foot off in Clemson one year with Donovan McNabb. That yeah, was forty one to nothing. It was terrible, just fucking terrible. I'll, I'll never forget that one. And that was nineteen ninety five. I remember that. I didn't watch that game. I think it was working or something. But yeah, I saw the score after it was over. Yeah, it went. And I was like, damn. Yeah, <laughs> that was just terrible. That's what it was. Um, there was another game that the uh man the the bowl game where oh the West Virginia game. Well, I just, mean that's like, yeah. That I went goes back and everybody that, and it's like they there was like a there was like a three minute span where West Virginia put together like twenty four points, and that game was over. It was a shithole. Yeah, the Jackpot Junior and I were watching it. Um, in the uh, townhouse I used to live in, it's glorious. I went to like, yeah, you know, I went to uh, like fix a sandwich, and West Virginia had scored, and I came back. I was like, nah, I missed it. I went to get get a beer. They scored. Went to went to get a load of laundry out of the washer and put it in the dryer real quick. Oh, they scored again. I'm like, 
God dang it. Uh, motivated, dedicated, says Georgia will beat Clemson by 21 next fall. Eh. I guess uh, people are like upset about my picture here. Let me, let me just turn it. There we go. I think it's the way my camera's set up here, too. There you go with that. What happened? Uh, like they, they were talking about my picture behind me is crooked. I might have bumped it when I sat down. Yeah, take care of that picture. Um, it's really. I just fixed it. Jesus, calm down. So it's um, really nice. Uh, one other thing I wanted to get out there too today, jackpot was, um, man, the Braves are on fire right now. I mean, they're they're stupid good right now. You've been following. Yeah, a lot. Um, I, I saw where you know, and I didn't know that people really did a lot of this, but I, I guess they do. Um, on on Twitter, uh, the Florida Marlins or Miami Marlins, whatever, or the Miami Marlins, man. <laughs> Uh, was was talking shit um, that uh, what what kind of a stat? Who comes up with this as a as a, a shit talking point? Um, if you took away all the Braves wins against us, they'd have won forty seven games, and we've won forty eight. Okay, well you do realize you are part of the schedule. Yeah. And you you have an over. You're in the same division, so you're going to play a lot. I don't think they. I don't think they've won a game against the Braves. I think they're over. Yeah, Even the, the Reds. Shit, uh, a- the Reds had won like 13 in a row uh, going into the last, not this past week, and the weekend before. Um, and the Braves took two out of three from them. Yeah. I, you know, I didn't really. I didn't realize how long. I mean, I. I knew he had, and I, I kind of guess I knew he was still there. But God dang, Joey Votto has been putting up numbers for a long time. Yeah, he's been on a lot of shitty teams, though. He has, but I mean, props to him. I mean, for sticking it out, and he's been like a career Cincinnati Red. You know, he'll be like he'll be like Chipper Jones when he retires. Um, and you know, he's had opportunities to go elsewhere. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think that um, one of the things, you know, you mentioned. He's from Canada. Um, yeah, so one would have thought that, you know, he would want to play for the Blue Jays or something. Have you heard that they're trying to bring back the Montreal Expos? Why not? <laughs> I think they should. I really do. I, I don't like what, what good have the Washington Nationals done? They're I not. Mean, they were good. They had a few had a few good years there, flashing the pan when you know when Bryce Harper was there. But aside from that, they've been largely you know irrelevant. Yeah, like the, only, the only thing good for, good about going to a Nationals game is they had the President's Race. Um, yeah, I mean, and, I liked I liked watching the the Expos back in the day when we had a satellite dish. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we could get like. 250 channels and uh, now I can't even wa- I can't even watch the Braves at all anymore but this plane's blacked out but back then um, I could watch the Braves play the Nationals uh, in Montreal's Olympic Stadium on TBS or I could watch it over on the uh, the, the Quebec network um, and and hear the whole uh, broadcast of the game in French which I did several times uh, just for my own amusement. Uh, you know, and 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 believe it or not, Gerald Perry 
is pronounced the same in French as it is in English. Yeah, that's that's a good point, sir. Anyway, the only good thing about the Nationals is the President's race and the fact that uh, they're they had like a set of their fans that were actually uh, smoking crack and pot up in the upper deck and taking pictures of it. So hey, go to a game, sit next to somebody that's a crackhead, a legit crackhead. So there's that. Yeah, West Virginia State Flower, exactly, Billy. That is a, a satellite dish. I learned that on the program a long time ago. <clears throat> so um, Shane Bentley says, taken as a Braves fan, I dislike the Nationals, but they did win the World Series in 2019. Yeah, they did. You know, I can't remember World Series winners. No, no. You know. What happened after that? They won the World Series, and then we had a fucking pandemic. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> Weren't the Royals in the World Series one year not that long yeah, ago? Not too long ago. Yeah. Not too long ago. It was uh, not that not that far back, to be honest with you. The Royals. All right, if you uh, get in on all of this, please uh, set this. Uh, Taylor made said jackpot. I doubt remembers covering up that tree with those curtains. No, I don't. I don't. I remember that vividly. I was tired of people making fun of it. I was tired of them talking about the star on it being crooked. Yada, 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 this and that. And I was just going to take really? it out of view. Wait a minute. Why were they making fun of your Christmas tree? You were trying to be in the holiday spirit, sir. Because the star on the top of it was crooked. Holy shit. It wasn't it crooked. Like some old meth teeth. <laughs> your, your star looked like a meth teeth. <laughs> Holy shit. Um. And by the way, I, the, you mentioned the Royals. My buddy Aunt Mac, who uh, was on the radio here in Columbia, is the only Royals fan I really, really know. In fact, his brother owns a um, uh, a landscaping service, and part of his landscaping job is he takes care of Kaufman Park or whatever the hell they call it, and he takes care of yeah. their grass there. So he's like, "Hey, man, you ever get down to?" You get down to Kansas City, my brother will get us tickets. We'll go to a game. And I'm like, there's about 12. I'm sure they're not there. that hard to get. Yeah, we'll be number 13 and 14. It'll be awesome. <laughs> he goes, ah. Yeah, that's one of the ones. Um, that's one of the original stadium, or one of the oldest, probably the oldest stadium, I guess, besides, uh, well, you know, like Wrigley Field and, and Fenway, but that, this don't really count um, to me. Um like the Oakland A's stadium, of course, is, is old as dirt, and uh, they're going to get they're going to move to Las Vegas, from what I understand. Um, but the Kansas City Royals, that stadium has been there forever. I Don't they have a, a waterfall in the outfield? There's a waterfall or fountain or something out there. Yeah, the the stadium the California Angels play in or the Anaheim Angels play in. Showing my age there calling them the California Angels. The Anaheim Angels play in has been around for a long time, too. But I think it was redone. So, Taylor made said it was a great tree and people are haters. Getting back to your Christmas tree. To put it in perspective, the Braves have went through three stadiums and the Royals and the Angels have, are still in the same <laughs> one. So I, I'm in the camp of the Braves should have never moved out of fucking where they were. There was nothing wrong with goddamn Turner Field. They just decided to move it away from the from the ghetto. Yeah, that was the problem. But but here's the thing: uh, when when they built it in uh, 19, 
96 for the Olympics. I mean, it was in the ghetto then. It's not like it just became the ghetto over the past 25 years. It was the ghetto then. So I, you know, I don't really know why they built it there. What well, and I guess you know, the Olympics were in Atlanta. They wanted everything to be centralized in downtown. I kind of get that, but all right. So I can give you my Turner Field story, and the, the the wife was there with us for this. So we went to a game at Turner Field, and we went to the game, and we left, and we we made a wrong turn, and we ended up where it looked like Beirut, literally. And there was, there was a guy sitting at a burnt out gas station, with a big like a like a big TV there, and he's watching Sports Center after you know a Braves night game, and the thing that clicked in my head was, this is a fucking gas station that looks like it's been burnt out, but this motherfucker is gonna watch Sports Center in the parking lot. Well, I, yeah, well, I told you my story about the uh, turn, the Atlanta Fulton County Stadium. Um, That's the one where Jackpot was showing off the jewels, right? Yeah, that was across across the interstate from the stadium over there. Because I had to pee, man. I was after the game. I had to pee. There was nowhere to pee. There was like some old well, – it wasn't burnout. out. It was actually still in operation. Sitgo gas station or something or Chevron. I, I don't know what it was. Uh, there's like no, no bathroom, um, so okay. So I went around behind it, and I'm like, I'm, I'm freaking peeing. And there's a, a fence there. It wasn't a picket fence. It wasn't a, a chain link fence. It was like it had that 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 white um, kind of metal shingling that that goes like this. But but you could see inside, and there was a street down here, and there's a busy road right here. And you know, I'm just I'm taking a leak. But you can still see through it. And then, of course, the traffic gets stopped. There's a red light over here to the right where I'm trying to pee. And uh, there's a car load. Well, you're, there's a you're car the load. It's like two or, three, two or three black girls in the, a car. And I heard her say, ah, ooh. She said, quit pissing. Ah. Then the light turns green and they take off. That's, that's the funny thing. Jackpot is in the middle of downtown Atlanta like right there near Fulton County stadium and all that stuff. And jackpot decides, you know what? Fuck it. I'm pissing in the middle of downtown Atlanta. Let me just pull out, pull out the, the old, the old hall family jewels here. And, and just button piss. on a fur coat. Well, you know how that is when you got to go, you got to go. I mean, I wasn't going to ride home 150 <laughs> miles, whatever it was with pee all over myself. So, you could have you could have got in and drove up four exits to a crystal burger and got you some damn crystals pissed there no i had you didn't understand if i didn't it was going to be running down my leg oh it was that bad yeah it was that it was that deal uh roll tide goes did she <laughs> it looks like a grub worm and a turtleneck oh my god jay shot says pee in a cup and throw the cup out simple that's not that simple uh, and I'll tell you from experience, I don't know if you've done this. When I've been driving before, you know, I've cut the tops off of like uh, bottles or whatever with a box cutter and had to pee on them. And you can pee in it, hit a good stream. You can fill it up. The thing about it is 
what what you you got to relax that muscle a little bit to, to pull it away and to you know hike your drawers back up there something happens when when you try to relax that muscle and and there's still i i guess you know reserve pee in between your bladder and the the tip of wherever it comes out and uh that stuff will shoot up in the air <laughs> and, and and you'll make a mess yeah, then you then, then you just defeats the purpose. With, then you're just sitting there with piss all over yourself, and you. God damn it! Oh my goodness! Uh, Billy says maybe they've never seen an albino python. Okay, terrific. Jay Billy says, says Florida fans pee in cups at Neyland. Then at the end of the game, they drop them off the top of the stadium. God, that's dangerous. Um, I mean, it really is. I mean, a big plastic cup full of <laughs> piss coming off of a drop off of you know a couple of hundred feet. I mean, I could kill somebody. Yeah, but I mean, would you be surprised though? No. Would you be surprised? You know, from from Florida fans being shitheads. No. Or. You know, Tennessee fans would be like, oh, man, normally you have to pay money to get this kind of shower. It's a free one. <laughs> oh, man. Billy says not making it up. They did it. <clears throat> anyway. All right. Final call. If you want to get involved with the program, you want to tell us. Uh, maybe we could talk. We should. We should. I want to. Uh, that's something. Your worst stadium experience, too. Because. I think we've had it'd be got, real it'd be a real uh karma type situation if they went to drop that uh that thing of piss off the the top of the stadium and they ended up falling over the damn rail with it Woo! yeah that's that's called that's called thinning out the gene pool that's what that is uh jerry says he went into a gas station the other day and you could take a shower for 11 bucks that was weird i mean they gotta have stop yeah, you gotta. I mean, shit. There's there's guys like Dennis Wilson out there that have gotta wash their stank ass. They gotta yep. they gotta pay for a you know get that get that pay that eleven bucks to have a private shower. Why not? Nothing wrong with that. So yeah, I don't I don't see where that that's an issue. <clears throat> All right, though. So the link's right there in the description. It's also in the chat. There you go with that. I bet our buddy TriStar's taking some of those showers. TriStar's probably got, I mean, he's probably got one of those, uh, you know, TriStar's, he's probably got, he just showers with, like, I don't know, the brake fluid from his truck. That wouldn't surprise me. Uh, yeah, he's conspicuous by his absence. I haven't seen him here in a couple of weeks. Uh, Brock says Death Valley 2022 is his worst stadium experience. The smell was unbearable. Okay, fair enough. You know, I, I've had, um, I've had, um, there's been some weird state, you know, I don't know. I mean, there, I've heard crazy stadium stories, but nothing that's, I know that there, you know, there are fans that are assholes everywhere. So you're going to run into those, but I've seen weird stuff. Um, at, at all these stadiums that you know that or read about it, you know the whole. Um, remember, remember the video a couple of years ago where 
the the lady was like given the was given the given the guy the old hand treatment in the middle of the stadium up there, and they had that on film. It's like, what the hell are you talking about? Where was that at? I was at Williams Bryce. Oh, okay. Was that more exciting? Than, who were they playing that day? Oh, I don't remember. I mean, it was, but it was like, um, like they made a big deal out of that. Like I, I, I they, they also have the thing. I remember where, maybe back in the early two thousands. Uh, for some reason, and and, and I'm, I'm pretty sure this is who played. For some reason, Texas, like the Longhorns, Texas was playing a game in the Sun Bowl against UTEP. So they were playing a road game at UTEP in the Sun Bowl. And there's some kind of hill, I guess, or something that overlooks it in the uh, one of the end zones. And uh, you could actually sit up there and watch the game. And uh, there was a uh, guy and his girlfriend that were kind of under a blanket. And um, it was apparent that she was giving him a Jimmy job. Um, and it was you know, kind of caught by the, the camera there on ESPN. Those, those guys had, had some stuff to say about it, like during the commercial break. Um, but, yeah, that, that, that happened. Yeah. Um, you know, then you've had a – this one was oh. – Which is not, I mean, bad. I mean, he's getting his crank yanked, you know. Let's just not do it where, you know, a million people can see it. So look, and uh, we pick at South Carolina here, but I found this, and uh, th- this is kind of funny. Let's see here. I'm going to share this. So like, like <laughs> here's here's the image of here's the image of you know the old the old crank yank in there, but then you go down to the frat lots and uh, yeah, just screw it. We're just gonna fuck right in the middle of the field. <laughs> That's on the dirt. <laughs> on the dirt. Got to get it in on the dirt. <laughs> what a mess. Um, anyway, hold on. Let's see here. Well, I'm going to have one of those rather large fire ants biting somebody's private. Parts. Yeah, there's there's one other one, too. Let's see here. Uh, I love the comments there. Tiny as <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, that was, that was, anyway, there, there was another one too, where it's like, like the young man that's doing his business there. He didn't even, he's like standing there in his bow tie. He like, he didn't even take off his shirt. and butt. <laughs> This poor girl, her dad's like, yep, that's what I'm paying for to go to college for. Jesus. Yeah, I remember. I remember seeing that one. That's uh, that's kind of <laughs> crazy. Imagine uh, well, young people having sex. I'm sure it doesn't happen. Yeah, well. people fucking. That's that's you know. Devin says that's ballsy. Uh, Big Barney Ross says how Florida fans are born. Billy says show Miss South Carolina trying to answer a geography question. Why are you trying to rip that young lady? What is wrong with you, sir? She she didn't know what the hell she was doing. Jay says, now this might be the most Georgia statement ever. At least use the porta potties. Can you imagine trying to, to screw in a porta potty? Are you nowadays fucking- in college football games? They've renamed them portal potties. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Jay says the heat of passion is a thing in Texas. 
So yeah, I I I got nothing. I got no. I mean, have you ever heard of anybody having sex in a porta potty? So, woman that does it's a whore. No, I didn't say whore. I'm okay. Saying she's not very clean. Wife says that a woman does it. She's not very clean. No, <laughs> porta pot. The, the a porta potties. That that. <laughs> yeah, that, that's got to be probably one of the nastiest venues yeah, in the world. Like one of the things that you have to teach your kids is like when you go into a porta potty, you got to hold your breath. Because, I mean, nobody cleans them. I mean, the only time that they ever get cleaned, I assume, is when they get, like, turned back in. I mean, is that what happens? The porta potty gets picked up look when at, they're done look, using it? We have we have confessions from Jay. I got with a Bama chick in Newport, Tennessee at a car show. It was clean, though. So you inspected the porta potty? Then, what the hell the hell does that work? God damn it. One of the uh, Dollar Generals I used to deliver chips to on my old route, there was something wrong with the sewer system there, and uh, they had a porta potty outside their store and it had been there for like a year. Uh, just the, the 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 John still hadn't been fixed, and um, oof, man. So th- this is I'd funny. I'd almost rather pee on myself. This is funny because of who Big Barney Ross is. He goes, "It's obvious y'all have never been to Baghdad." Very good, sir. Brock says Karen's just jealous. She hasn't had sex in a porta potty. No, man, my wife is educated, dude. She ain't fucking in a porta potty. That shit ain't happening. There, there's a lot of things I know that ain't happening. God damn. Jerry Wells said I can porta potty. Well, a chick in Newport, Tennessee. I can assure you, it was not clean. Um, I I didn't know they had chicks in Newport, Tennessee. I thought that was Newport, Tennessee. Is uh, I, I have a bad memory of that from that place. Um, I went. I went to uh, Gatlinburg Pigeon Forge um, for a couple of days in. Uh, I think it was back in like 2000 with my uh, ex-wife, and we stayed at a motel in Newport, and I I went to get a newspaper that morning another Saturday morning before we went, you know, adventuring around. And uh, so when I came back from it, you know, I uh, opened the doorknob. I put my hand there and opened the doorknob and I'm like, I just stuck my hand in something and uh, it was shit. Uh, yeah. Human <laughs> shit. Someone had spread all over the doorknob. So Jay says that the, after the- I cut my hand off, um, I was okay. No, uh, but that was a uh, Newport, Tennessee. Jay says the woman was from Bama and she probably had a $70,000 sound system in her whip. Okay, man. You're thinking about that when you, Jesus, Jay's an interesting dude. We've got some interesting characters that follow this show. Jackpot. I mean, that we do that. We do. All right. Well, that's one of the other things too, is that, um, it's really interesting. Uh, like in the off season, the shit that we get into here, hence the term shit that jackpot put his hand in. Yeah, that was disgusting, man. That they really, I mean, that, there, there's nothing. I, I can't imagine anything any worse than just, you know, you're minding your own business. It's a Saturday morning and, uh, you stick your hand in human feces. 
and and not and you're not prepared to do that. I mean, it'd be one thing if you were like plunging a toilet or something. You know, there's a good chance that my hand may slip into some human feces here, within the unclogging of this toilet. But this is like totally, you know, boom. You know, it's kind of like getting in a car wreck. Billy says Newport, Tennessee used to have a brothel, and they might still do. Mm. I I mean, <laughs> the wife with the line. It's in a porta potty. <laughs> God damn it. Anyway, look, we're getting closer and closer to the season here. We're gonna have um we're gonna have more football talk. I know Jackpot's gonna do some preview videos. I've decided that I'm gonna do some preview videos. There are a couple of teams that I am going to look at. Um, one of them being Florida State, one of them being Miami. And I've uh, just, just done like some base work on those. But uh, yeah, um, I mean. You plan on doing Ole Miss? You're going to do Ole Miss? No, I asked you, are you planning on doing it? Uh, I mean, I can do an Ole Miss preview. Why not? Okay. Go yeah, for it. Is that, is that one that you would like me to do? Or Sure. I'll, I'll do Ole Miss. Here, here's my, my thing that I will give uh, – I will give to the channel. I will do a preview on Florida State, Miami, and Ole Piss. I'll do the on those three. Right. And then Jackpot, he'll do his bit on Jackpot does previews on fucking teams. And I'm like, what the hell is Jackpot previewing them for? But then they all end up being great videos. And I learned something about those teams that I never thought I would learn. So well, let's just say you're gonna learn a little something in the next week or so about the Kentucky Wildcats. Are they going to go six and six like Big Barney Ross says? <laughs> Jackpot thinks they may be a little better. Are seven and five double points at Kroger Field? Yeah, and and while you all are at it, you know if you get off this one, if you haven't gotten enough of a jackpot fix, you can uh, click on the uh, last video I just made a little little bit ago, probably about an hour, hour and a half ago. Uh, talking about Mac Brown and the crybaby routine that he's uh, currently putting on there on uh, Chapel Hill. So Billy says y'all need to get together to prohibit overkill. Look, we're not going to, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about, we're not going to do like, you know, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to preview some of the jackpots doing, but I mean, you know, I, jackpots previews are different than the stuff that I'll put out. So, I mean, it's just different. We're just trying to bring some new stuff to the program here. So that's what we're going to do. All right, Jackpot, you got anything else, man? Uh, I sure don't. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. We'll have some more stuff coming out, and uh, we appreciate y'all, and we'll see you later on.